What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse with Billy and Steve. I am Billy, riding solo again. This is the double dose of Friday. You probably just heard the Nancy Pelosi podcast push in Flores' daughter. The video is on YouTube, on Rumble. Please check it out. Please subscribe. Please set your notifications on the podcast, on the videos. Please follow us, help us grow. So I'm doing this one today, not the abortion one like I promised. This is more of a, you know, right now, EPA. I'm on the Twitter machine. Hannity talks about the libs lose it over EPA ruling. The court is now a threat to the planet, okay? So let me, uh, I looked this up and I'll find it again here. I want to be accurate. So the court is a threat to the planet, okay? Our court, our American Supreme Court, is a threat to the planet because of the EPA ruling. The, the United States, North America, not just the USA, North America, or maybe it's the United States, okay, and in North America. So, yes, excuse me, the USA, 3.8 million square miles. That's how big the USA is. The Earth is 197 million square miles. So USA, America, 3.8 million square miles. Again, you can see it on the screen. 3.8 million square miles. The Earth, 197 million square miles. Doing a little bit of research, the um, how much of land is inhabited by people. Here says 10%. Here, like I said, you can say 90% of the earth has had some sort of human interaction or something by, by roads or people crossing. We're not talking about that. We're talking about inhabited land, land that people use, okay? We see 10%. Here we see 43%. Here we see less than 2%. Here's 19% is barren, 10% is glaciers. 50% of Earth's surface remains largely, largely untouched. So we're going to say again what I originally said, 10 to 15% inhabited. This is touch. This is this. We're talking about where lives thrive, okay? 10 to 15%. You can see it on the, on the internet here. All right? Now, inhabited. 10, 15% Inhabited. Now, the earth we know is two-thirds water, one-third land. Of that one-third, it is around 10 to 15 percent. So this isn't, uh, this isn't you know, uh, 10 percent of the 970, or excuse me, the, the 197 million square miles. This is 10 percent of one-third of that. Okay, so the post comes out on Twitter, libs lose it, and I post, there's a J here, mess it up, earth is two-thirds water, one-third land, of that one-third, people inhabit about 10 to 15 percent, do you really think we contribute anything significant with the climate? Also, check the temp on Mars and the moon, no people, but they're warming. We're being pulled into the sun, it's science. So that's what I posted. I got 
a few likes, few retweet, retweets. Now here are some of the comments. Some one person wrote, "The Earth is being pulled closer to the sun at the rate in which the sun is slowing. It's it is also tiny, around three millise- uh, three milliseconds every hundred years. As the sun loses its momentum and mass, the Earth can slowly slip away from the sun's pull, pushing us further out." I haven't heard that before. Something I'm going to look up. Somebody wrote, this spooky if it's true. And my reply was, inhabiting numbers I got from the internet, hard to know what's true. I've heard the sun slowly pulls away. So I'll get the, with the other person said, I'm going to look into that. The moon and Mars are warming with no people. Seems like we should find out why. And then I got somebody laughing. Somebody said, my, my biggest issue with people who pretend to care about the climate live in homes where their electricity is produced by fossil fuel. If you cared so much about the environment, you would sell your house and live in a mud hut. Now, I half believe that. If you were going to spout out all your nonsense, but then live the way you live, shut up, okay? And again, you can say what you feel like. You can love animals and still eat steak. No problem. But if you're a diehard, you know, you can't tell the difference between your kid and your animal. They're on the same level playing field. Animals have rights. You're one of these people who throw uh, uh, blood on people who wear furs. If you're one of these crazy people, but you still eat steak, I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear from you. If you're concerned about the earth and drilling oil in America, you're so happy we shut down here because we're saving the earth when we have to get the oil from Russia or Europe and they send it over here in giant barges that burn tons and tons and tons of fossil fuels an hour. It smokes out into the sky, into the atmosphere. Like You're a hypocrite. You're ignorant. You don't know what's going on. So don't be that person. Know your facts, okay? You can make mistakes, but when you're presented with evidence, you got to change your tune. So these people, I get it. I'm not telling you to leave and say, no, I'm going to go live in a mud hut and live off the land. No. But don't, don't be so diehard and be a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Here's somebody. Uh, California just ran 100% renewable energy. Um, I heard the other day, I had a few people I saw on Instagram, that when the first summer hit, the first hot day, rolling blackouts. They couldn't, they couldn't help it. So they can run. They can have 100% renewable energy, but it doesn't work or clean energy, or whatever they're leading to. It's just a screenshot. I can't really move into it. And then usual people talking crap, natural occurrence, billions of taxpayers spend money. Okay, good. God, this tweet is stupid. Listen, you have every right to say what you want, but one-third of the earth is land. Two-thirds is water. We are... You know, I'm going to look up the way the guy said pulling away, but a lot from what I've heard, gravitational pull closer to the sun. You can think it's stupid, but it's not wrong. And again, the the, the variations of the numbers of what we inhabit, anywhere from less than two percent to forty three percent, that is of one third. So you can think it's stupid, but it's not wrong. Okay, and take your feelings somewhere else. We're trying to be as accurate as possible. So here's some, listen to this. So tell me you're a liberal without telling me you're a liberal. The atmosphere ends completely at about 60 miles up. It's so thin at five miles up, we can't breathe. 
We've been pumping CO2 into this thin vein for 200 years with noticeable increases in CO2. The average temp increase corresponds to this. Great rebuttal. Great thought. You're so full of shit, stop lying. And now tell me you're liberal. Tell me you're liberal. You did so good with your, with your real thought, and then you slide on your stupid-ass remark. Here's where we no longer engage in a conversation with you. You're not smart enough to just let your actual thought sit there for someone else to retain it. You're so used to arguing and being told your other thoughts are stupid, I assume, that you have to immediately go to the name-calling. You don't have time for that. So this is what I this is what I have, this global warming stuff. You know my thoughts on it. I think it's the most arrogant thing in the world for people, for human beings to believe they contribute globally to climate change, okay? So we were in here a couple weeks ago with Jeff and Steve. We're talking, and he had mentioned if you want to double check if we people are contributing to global warming, check the temperature of Mars, check the temperature of the moon. Word on the street is they're rising. If there's nobody there, people-wise, then global warming is not, or climate change, whatever you want to label it, is not caused by people. So I did a little bit of research. And as I scroll through, here's something NASA.gov. For the past 30 years, NASA, this, is, this was written in um, 2007, okay? It's hard to find information that's objective in the last three or four years. For the past 30 years, NASA scientists have been using high-tech satellite equipment to study features in the face of Mars. It appears a slight change in the planet's surface luster has caused its temperature to rise. To determine the extent of the surface change on Mars, scientists took images from the Viking launched in 75 and the Mars uh, Global Survivor in 96, satellite missions and mapped them into a climate model developed by NASA Ames Research Center. They discovered that the wind-whipped, dusty surface has a measurable effect on the amount of sunlight that is reflected by the planet. The results of this research show an increase in darkened surface areas may account for a 1 degree Fahrenheit rise in the temperature of the planet. Okay, so surface changes, winds, whatever it is, it the planet got warmer, albeit one degree or, or uh, one degree Fahrenheit. A little further down, I think it's called Albedo, Albedo. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I've not heard it before. The Albedo is a technical term for a planet's ability to reflect sunlight. According to scientists, variations of the planet's albedo, albedo are generally attributed to the changes in the distribution of dust on the surface. On the surface. So this, I'll post this in the comments. According to this, 2007, there's changes that happen on Mars that cause it to rise. Something it does with its surface temperature, the winds, brings in more heat from the sun. Technically, global warming Technically, climate change, factually, no people on the planet. Something else I looked up. Um, again, Mars, formed on NASA's uh, spaceflight.com. All links in the description. 
Global warming on Mars and cosmic ray research are shattering media-driven consensus. And this was 2013. According to National Geographic, Halabaloo, I hope how, how you say it, Abster Dostov, head of St. Petersburg Polakova Astronomical Observatory in Russia, says Mars data is evidence that a current global warming on Earth is caused by changes in the sun. The long-term increase in solar iridescence is heating both Mars and Earth. The scientific research regarding the Mars and Sun follow another new study about the impact of cosmic rays on Earth's climate. So cosmic rays, things the Sun is doing, emitting more heat, giving more heat to Earth, where we live, or to Mars. So it's a 2013 clip, and there's an article here they talk about it. But this guy, this doctor, scientist says, solar flares, things in the sun are causing an issue, solar iridescence. So we go to the next thing you look up. Let me see here. Mars is warming. Some people think our planet is suffering from a fever. Now scientists are telling us that Mars is experiencing its own planetary warming, Martian warming. It seems, it seems scientists have recently, um, da, 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 scientists have noticed recently that quite a few planets in our solar system have been heating up. So this one, a broader understanding. Uh, the global warming argument was strongly influenced by a paper written by team lead and NASA scientist Lori Fenton, uh, who observed the changes of the albedo. Again, this, this um, the, the, it'll explain it. Something about how the, the, planet reflects the sun the proper the, the uh, albedo the property of light and services of reflected that reflect sunlight ergo ice and snow were shown when comparing 1977 pictures taken by the viking and 1999 images compared to the mars global survey uh, surveyor this is from the other article i read to you the pictures revealed in 77 surface was brighter than in 99 and fenton Use the general circulation models to suggest that 1977 to 1999, the planet experienced a warming of about 0.65 degrees Fahrenheit. The other article uh, said 0.65 degrees Celsius. The other article said 1 degree Fahrenheit. Unfortunately, Fenn's conclusions were undermined by failure to distinguish between climate trends and weather single events. So they said they she didn't she didn't really she didn't really pinpoint if there was a trend or a single event. Now what I look at is it doesn't matter if it's a trend or a single event. It happened. Something on the planet happened and Mars warmed up. Albeit 0.65 degrees Celsius or 1 degree Fahrenheit. This shows skepticalscience.com Again, this is showing that there's something, the albedo, albedo, again, I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. It's not, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. But it is, it is something that the planet does with the sunlight to the plant, to the, with the sun, and it makes it warmer if it isn't reflecting properly. Here's, so here's the other one here. So, so far, uh, people are saying that the Mars has been warming up since the 70s, albeit a little bit. It has been warming up. There's no people there. So, this here, uh, Space Flight Insider, this one piqued my interest the most. I'm going to look up something I should have looked up before. New Zealand 
methane tax. Nearly half of New Zealand's greenhouse gas emissions come from sheep and cattle. To reduce them, the government is negotiating a plan to tax farmers for methane emissions beginning in 2025. So New Zealand is saying that sheep and cattle are producing methane, and that is causing a rise in the climate and the greenhouse gases, okay? And they're going to tax their people for that. Space Flight Insiders, Mars undergoing global warming. Data from Curiosity suggests it might be. Now, this is from 2019. Let me read you the first couple paragraphs. Using a sample, using its sample analysis of Mars, tunable, la- uh, using, it's called SAM, tunable laser spectrometer, NASA's Curiosity rover has detected the highest concentration of methane ever found in Martian atmosphere in the Teal Ridge region of Gale Crater. Methane has been found on many occasions in Mars' atmosphere and in surface samples. Levels of atmospheric methane have been been seen to rise and fall as the planet's seasons change. On several occasions, Curiosity measured spikes in methane levels in the form of transient plumes. The, uh, The cause of these spikes remains unknown, as does their difference from where from more predictable seasonal methane levels change. So, again, link in the description. Find this, you know, go look it up. A few paragraphs down. Well, here, I'll, I'll keep reading. On Wednesday, June 19th, again, 2019, Curiosity measured methane levels three times the record during a similar spike that occurred in 2013. Other several months... Uh, of 20 over over other stuff from months. Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm looking away. I'm trying to scan and read at the same time. My apologies. Gases are measured in terms of parts per billion units by volume. If a gas measures one part per billion units of volume, this means one billionth, blah, 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 blah. That's not what I'm looking for. Finding such levels of methane is a significant discovery in terms regarding the search of microbial life on Mars. On Earth, methane is considered to be one of the key gases responsible for global warming. So, on Earth, methane is considered to be one of the key gases responsible for global warming and rising levels can be traced back to human activity, farm animals, and other sources. On Mars, they have an insane amount of methane spikes and methane in the atmosphere coming from, emitting from the planet. So New Zealand's ready to tax its people. This article is saying Earth has it from cattle, from farm animals. But the same article is saying Mars has it from the planet. So there's no farmland, no people, no anything. Two articles from the 70s quoted this Abido thing that the light sunlight reflecting off is making Mars warm up. This article here... The Space Flight Insider is saying methane is causing spikes in its, in its temperature and its climate. But on Earth, it's caused by cattle. But on Mars, it's a natural thing. I mean, people, come on. There's methane on Mars with no people and no farm animals. But, it, but here in, 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 the, in Earth... It's only farm animals, according to what you hear in the news. 
there was something else here I looked up. I don't see. I don't seem to know where it is. Oh, I crossed something out. But um, yeah, man, like that's that's what we're working with here. The Twitter, the stuff you see on on the website here. You know, if you want to think that people contribute to the Earth's climate, I mean, I'm not. I'm sorry, I'm not with you. I just mathematically it doesn't make sense to me. Even if I'm wrong, even if it is the 43 percent that people inhabit 43% of one-third of the earth, I don't believe that is enough to cause an issue. Even if this one person said over 200 years, I'm sorry. You know, I, I don't, I'm not a scientist, but I've seen the garbage trucks. I've seen it dissipate and it go away. I've, 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 I've sat in a room with people who have farted, and I smell it, and then it goes away. It doesn't linger. I've sat in rooms where I'm... 20 feet away from somebody who I hear them let one rip and I smell nothing. So imagine that with the earth and how much that has to get around. It just doesn't make sense to me. And based off what I've looked up on the interweb about Mars um, getting hotter, even though it's by degree, it's warming is warming, right? The only reason I say that is I've, I've said this before, the polar ice caps went from minus 300 degrees to minus 250 degrees. It's still freezing, so they're not warming up. You can't get more frozen than frozen. You're frozen. At, what, at, at 32 degrees, water freezes. So from 32 degrees down to minus 132 to minus 300, it's frozen. It's not more frozen. It's as dense as it can get from what I remember in high school. So when you're saying it's only a degree, it's only a degree. Minus 250 to minus 300 to minus 100 doesn't make a difference. It's all frozen. It means nothing. You're just throwing numbers at you to get your brain scrambled. Frozen is frozen is frozen, okay? So if you think we're contributing, I'm telling you the numbers don't add up. That's my opinion. Like with anything, if someone can give me definitive proof that human beings are causing, were the biggest cause to climate change, I believe you. But just based off my very simple search online of what Mars and what these things are doing with no people, you have a hard time convincing me. And what I wanted to see on here, which I couldn't find, is the... Earth orbits the sun kind of oblong. Mars really has a weird trajectory around the sun. So certain times, I guess winter, you're further away from the sun, you're going to be cooler. When you get closer, you're going to get warmer. So every now and then, we don't go this nice super loop. We, we tilt a little bit, which gets us a little bit closer to the sun and then a little bit further away, making it a little bit more warmer. But then we come right back and we're a little bit colder than we're used to being. It's science. This is what this is real life. This isn't let's everybody get an electric car so we can line the pockets of these people who invest in it and screw the rest of us. No, this is real world stuff. Like John Kerry is noted many times flying his personal jet with just himself as pilot and maybe one stewardess or attendant or whatever they call themselves now around the world while he complains of, of climate change. How do you not see that as hypocritical? If, the, if we're sinking, why did Obama buy a mansion 
in Martha's Vineyard. Isn't that by the water or very close to it? I mean, if they're telling you the world's going to be underwater. I mean, we live in Florida. I'm, I'm 40. I remember when I was like 10 or 15, Florida won't be here in 20 years. I mean, we're still here. You know what I mean? Like, now I don't think anything happened. So now it's 50 years. Now it's this. And they keep changing it because they're, they're full of it. The problem is not necessarily this, but if you say the dumbest stuff all the time, eventually you're going to end up being right. Because you can only get so many different ways to do something. You know what I mean? Like, we, we talk about the Democrats. If they haven't gotten it right yet, but you keep voting for the next one. Because this one sucks, but the next one's going to be good. But the next one sucks. Yeah, but the next one's going to be good. And you keep going because eventually, one of them is going to be good. Except they never are. Okay? So, eventually you're going to stick with throw it to the wall, see if it sticks. Eventually something is going to stick. That's my opinion anyway. So I saw this thing. The libs are freaking out. They're, they're whining about the, the, the court hates the world or some nonsense. I mean, they only do that because only people over here buy that crap. We shut down oil here. We still need it. We funded a war in Russia. They were sending tankers. You guys ever look out on the beach and see, t- you see what a yacht is, right? Uh, not a yacht, a cruise liner. These oil tankers are bigger than those, and they do nothing but pollute because they've got to go from Europe to America because we need the oil, polluting the whole way here because Biden shut down oil production in America because the eco-warriors think they're saving the earth when, in fact, you're doing more damage, if you believe that sort of stuff, from having these tankers come over here and pollute and pollute and pollute. How do you guys not see that? Are you that oblivious? We produce oil here. We have regulations brought on by you, the people, by we, the people. We have regulations. We're as safe as it can be. But you want to stop and let the rest of the world drill for oil. No sanctions. They don't care about their people. Then ship it over here in tankers burning tons and tons per hour of fossil fuels. But that's okay because we're saving the earth here, I guess. Like, come on, man. Think. If you wanted to save the earth, you'd make America in charge of all of the stuff. We have regulations brought on by the people. The rest of the world, they don't care. Wake up, for God's sakes, open your eyes. But that's my thing with global warming, climate change. Bringing it back, check the Twitter, at N underscore discourse. You'll see people call me stupid, say I'm an idiot, whatever. But I look at it logically, I assume mathematically. Two-thirds of the earth is water. One-third of the earth is land. Of that one-third, anywhere from 2 to 40% we've inhabited. Of one-third of the earth, that is 100 and 97 million square miles, we cause, we do some con- com- contributing to climate change. When the articles I showed you, Mars has its surface change and the sun warms it, it's getting warmer. It has methane on Mars contributing to climate change. But in, Amer- but in, in Earth, we have methane coming from cows and farm animals. 
But on Mars, they have methane coming from the from the surface of Mars. But but that's okay. But here, it's only from animals. Come on, people, please wake up a little bit and be like, hold on a second. How's that possible? Come on. But that's what we did. Climate change, my opinion, is nonsense. Do people contribute somewhat? Obviously. You start a car, smoke comes out. Okay? You you have a company. You industrialize things. Yes. But is it to where these people, us people, are causing a, a real, real hit? No, I'm sorry. It doesn't make sense. When the rest of the solar system is warming up. There's an article in here about the other planets I read to you guys as well. It's warming. It's based on how they interact with the sun. We loop around. And sometimes we go oblong. So we're closer to the, to the sun, but then further from the sun. Everything is science-based, not people-based. Stop buying into the nonsense. Hope you guys have a good weekend. Hope you have a good 4th of July. God bless America. Be grateful you live in America. Stop being one of these liberal socialists who think they deserve everything. You work hard to make it in America. Opportunity is equal. The will is not. We can't force you to have the will to succeed. So don't be an entitled little brat. Go out there and contribute to the greatest country in the world. You guys have a great weekend. Happy 4th of July.